0: You are listening
1: to The chartographers. Hello! Everybody! Ooh. You are listening to Season 2! the second episode of season two Taryn is uh, looking at the red that we just got on the uh, recording <laughs> screen the hell exactly yeah one. that's why uh that's, <laughs> woo. Nice, Ooh, baby nice, listen nice. we do not have that michael jackson recording budget but that's we will it. one day
0: <laughs> it's a new mic we're right. still learning
1: yeah and yeah. speaking of new mic uh michael jackson guys we're doing the <laughs> second part of our michael jackson podcast where we rank every single one of his albums from worst to best in fact Uh, Of the eight uh, major studio albums that we have in the last podcast, we ranked four of them, as well as had a mini side ranking of uh, the Motown era ones, which are fine. They're fine. (laughs) They're fine. They're just fine so anywho uh, more importantly though uh, we're down here to we're gonna finish off the job and we have a lot of time to do it and it, it, we're not gonna mention the other albums that we ranked I really strongly recommend you listen to part one because oh,
0: we talk about a lot oh, we, we boy, don't just cover we.
1: albums we, we get a lot
2: of context oh in, my
1: so. god yeah so it is, it is and up until there.
2: the fist fight it was very friendly
1: I know too. it was I actually it, it was very it was very uh, beta related it was very, <laughs> it was very stylized a lot of dancing I had my leather red leather jacket on with some fucking zippers on right. there I like so cool right now, I didn't appreciate when you
2: pulled out the Switchblade, but... You know, listen,
1: all guests must go through initiation. That is well known. And, you know, it just reminds me of my childhood. Mm. So, guys, uh, we're down to four Michael Jackson albums, or top four. We're not mentioning the other ones, but what are the top four Michael Jackson albums by our estimation? I'm glad you asked, uh, Bubbles. So, guys, listen, we have (laughs) 1979's technically, you know, technical debut, Off the Wall. We have 1982's Thriller. Have you heard of this? Uh, 1987. Evan's Bad and 1991's Dangerous! Uh, So, we are going to go ahead and rank them. Who are the people ranking them? It's me, Evan Soddy, the host of this podcast. It's Taryn O'Reilly, the co-host and co-creator of this podcast. It's Will Hodge, our special guest from Noise Trade. Greetings and salutations. (laughs) We're trying out new accents. Yes.
2: Oh, it's good. It's the second hour, so I have to keep the twang at bay. So. Right,
1: but, yeah, twang at bay. By the way, that is for all the uh, Southern Beyonce fans out there. It is the fan club name. It is fantastic. So guys, it wasn't it? Is now. <laughs> uh, so guys, listen. I'm so excited about our season two. We we're like really psyched about it because now, ooh, we this get to the into good the stuff. Meat. This, this is the good stuff. We can it. easily spend fifteen minutes talking about each of these. Exactly. Oh, that right. is not a problem. So listen, off the wall thriller, bad, dangerous. Top four. We're ranking them worst to best. I would argue before we do anything, mm. I would argue that it's pretty obvious what number four is. I would, too. I would, I'm would. i tossing it out there. I want to see oh, Will Hodge, wow. without us naming anything, if he's on the same page. Okay. All right, so, Will?
2: I don't know if we're on the same
1: page. Oh, my God! Oh, okay, because oh, here's oh, the other oh, thing. Oh, here's oh, the other oh, thing. Oh, oh, oh. On the last podcast, <laughs> I felt like Turn and I, kind of like, we had a lot of similar opinions on here, but at this we point, did. I think, I don't know what's going to happen, and so I'm excited. So, Will Hodge, special guest Will Hodge, Noise, Trade, Rolling Stone, all the good mm. places. What would you nominate? For number four.
2: Okay. We're talking musicality, right? Okay? Not just culture and everything like yeah. that? Yeah. Number four. I'm putting thriller at number four. Oh, fuck no. How, how contentious. <sighs> I, I'm, I, for, from pure musical standpoint... I'm gonna put Thriller at number four. Okay. I've silenced the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Thanks for listening to the chartographers. Right. Right.
1: I want you to Click. keep going. Okay. Uh, defend that. Okay. Sure. 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 Defend that. <laughs> On the offensive already. Turn around.
2: <laughs> all right. So it's going to be really hard to well, talk about Thriller in the vacuum of just the musicality, because from a cultural standpoint, unquestionable, I get it. But one of what I would vote Michael Jackson's worst song of all time. Oh my God. I put on Thriller. The song that I okay. literally... Okay, okay.
1: Oh, okay. No, no, no. no. Here's, nope. <laughs> here's the thing about that. I'm willing to have this discussion. I'm actually very... I mean, because I was worried going into this Thriller would be immediately thought of as the best album, because I feel like it's the most popular album, it's the biggest blockbuster there. Thriller, the song, and I've made this argument before, it's a fine song. I wouldn't call mm-hmm. it the greatest song ever. It's a Rod mm-hmm. Temperton written song. It's a, it's a fine song, but the thing about this song is that... I don't care who you are listening to this right now. You cannot hear the song in any way, shape, form, or context or whatsoever, and not think about the video. Mm-hmm. They are linked inextricably. Mm-hmm. I, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: even even press. having not yeah. seen the video in a couple years, um, mm-hmm. you know, All I've, you I've seen video. it yeah. enough. I still like when this song comes on. I can't help but have flashes of it. Right. Um, I I would posit. In Thriller's defense, that I I I do I do think it's pretty great. It's Mm -hmm. not the best of his upper echelon, but I do think it deserves to be there. Yeah. Um, And I think that especially after the weirdly weak opening of uh, obviously, want to be starting something is.
1: I was about to say like no 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 no. (laughs) fuck down. But
0: after that, he goes. Baby Be Mine, which is perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. And The Girl Is Mine, um, which the is Doggone like, Girl is Mine. The Doggone Girl is Mine. The Doggone Girl is right. Mine. Which is, is like, mine. after, after, after The Girl gone. Is Mine finishes and then Thriller's <laughs> starting, you're like, oh, thank God, <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. So now, now we got
2: something.
1: But here's the I don't deal The Girl it. Is Mine Yeah,
2: is such oh my a God. parking break. <laughs> that is my vote for worst. Michael Jackson song.
1: Wow. You, all time. And, I, and I'm you, not... Be an you might here. not... I don't, wouldn't necessarily... Because listen. Here, okay, let's just... Uh, shut the fuck up, everyone. <laughs> Here's what Evan's going to say about this. <laughs> going into this week, I mean, we all know Michael Jackson is good. You know, he's an iconic artist. He's one of the biggest pop stars of all time. But the thing is, in really doing the deep dive into going into research week, is the fact that he has a much higher hit miss ratio than i remember yeah than you mm-hmm. think of yeah
2: he's like a home run hitter in baseball in a sense of like most people that like crush it don't also get like singles and doubles and all that it's like i'm gonna strike out yeah or i'm gonna crush it at 550 feet and that'll be the only sports i talk but yeah uh it's it's one of those things where you're like yeah it's very it's very much like i go big or when i fail
1: it's like Right and he has a lot of just savvy, shitty like poorly written songs. Yeah, well and
0: I think honestly that is a symptom of his upbringing mm-hmm. in Motown. The ballads aren't why you're there for right, the most right. part. And he he said from a very young age his favorite things to sing were the ballads and that from from a, a vocalist standpoint from Makes like sense. an artistic mm-hmm. yeah. like from a technical standpoint yeah. they're probably the most fun to sing he can mm-hmm. do the most uh he can convey the most emotion as far as like uh like Life. dynamics right, and yeah. uh, he does a lot of like classic broadway style yeah. vocalizing as far as like the sforzandos and like the dynamics and a lot of like adding um extra vibrato but yeah, they it, like throughout his whole career yeah. the ballads are like
2: always the low lights. Yeah. Yeah. With like two exceptions. Yeah. I think if you also count if you look at the gaps between albums, I think the gap from off the wall to thriller is almost a smaller artistic gap than what we see from thriller to bad and bad. To right. But, totally. here,
1: but here's yeah. the only yeah. other thing. I can, because the thing is that like I'm I'm not saying that Thriller's number four. I'm I, I I'm not saying that. But here's the one thing I will see is that the thing is that we can be really cynical and we can be really hammering this album hard for the fact that it's this it's imperfect and there's some really sappy shit on here. But you got to keep in mind, why is it the greatest selling album of all time? It's mm-hmm. not just because it was designed to be a popular album. It's because there is quite literally something for everyone it's not mm-hmm. that michael does a rock song with beat it, it's that he got fucking eddie van halen <laughs> to do a guitar solo on it to do that where it's just like wow maybe michael jackson's kind of badass it's not just that thriller's on there it's that there are kids that are watching music videos for the first time and just like oh my god the zombies are dancing and he's got that <laughs> argument and then he's got the girl is mine sappy ass ballad shit that plays really well on the adult contemporary right. radio there are people who really
0: loved Paul McCartney mm. and what he was doing at that time, and although he didn't write this song, it was yes. clearly written with him in mind. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, and then
1: he's got the hard dancer want to be starting some of start song the show. Like, guys, I still got my edge. Oh my you gosh. know, I got that so on there. And honestly, to me, for the one thing that's it's surprising for me is that over time, human nature is just totally beautiful. Exactly. Totally. Absolutely. That's that's
0: where I say like, with two exceptions, mm-hmm. human nature has that, nature, human yeah. nature, flawless why, perfection. Why, that song you gotta is so and it's especially funny because um, flawless rendition. Myself. Exactly. There was I was listening. That was to... not Michael Jackson back in the day. Again, just <laughs> we did like not the Just now, that right? was Evan but, again. Yeah. Um, just like I was listening to a couple of the B sides from Thriller, mm-hmm. and there was another ballad that had the same chord structure as Human Nature to mm-hmm. the extent that I thought it was like an alternate take yeah. for right, the first right. thirty seconds, and I was like, oh no, this is just a different shitty song. Right. Like it's 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 built on the the foundation of what could be a very right. typical ballad yeah even, like, instrumentation
2: and all. Was it... Are you, are you talking about Carousel, the song that was on the... No, uh, I don't think that's... Lost okay. <speaking> Yeah, that's actually a good um,
1: song. I
0: would,
2: it would put oh. Carousel on she the can't. album can't other than... And take uh, the lady in my life. No, the girl... I'm telling you. I'll go round and round. This song is so bad. It is so bad. And you have two of the greatest... Uh, musicians like of, of all, time. all time. Yeah. And, and I remember like thinking like how do these guys come together and make this song and you're like okay maybe just two great tastes don't always taste great together but the very next year you have Say 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 which you're like how does Say 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 end up on a McCartney album and The Girl Is mind end up on a Michael album. Because she's a fucking album?
1: sentimentalist. Like, like that yeah. Like
2: Say, Say 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 is a fantastic song. If you swap those out I'd I bump Thriller for last Strike. It's, it's a strong so, Oh, Oh! Oh
1: my god, Will Haas is being beaten up on all sides. It, I'm telling you, it's, yeah. It's nice.
2: Oh, I'm telling you, if you if you go to a skating rink right now and put <laughs> Say 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 on, no one's at the we'll nacho stand. Listen, Thriller is the like, number okay. one skating no, rink out of the, the whole time. time. The thing is, I would totally
0: skate if Say Say Say, say came on. Right. But...
2: If the girl is mine, is on. That's when the bag. Goes the doggone
1: girl is mine. Right? Exactly. That's yeah. when you go pee. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. So that. Okay. So that being said. Yeah. This is uh, the one thing I would say about this album is that I would argue it is not his most musically adventurous mm-hmm. album. No, it is not. But I will say it is. I wouldn't necessarily say in a shrewd marketing way. It's his most multi quadrant. It's his mm-hmm. most. I would argue that like, it's his most accessible album. It's the it's most easily to get into album. Because with Dangerous, you know, we talk about, and I use the same example of Eminem's Marshall Mathers LP mm. and then Encore afterwards. Creating the controversy mm-hmm. is always more fascinating than commenting on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Dangerous, and especially his story, kind of gets into that a little bit, where it's just like they're talking about, like, every once in a while you can have a scream, you can have a they don't care about us, that yeah. kind of, like, you know, steps on that other stuff, but then when he starts getting into tabloid news and <laughs> all this other fucking shit that he has on their privacy, right. like, he, it's like, it's terrible, it's dog shit, but, like, in the moment, though, he's creating the moments. He's mm-hmm. creating, he's, he has to dis- put a disclaimer in front of the thriller video because uh, Christian <laughs> are upset over potential satanic you know like involvement his in Jehovah's Witness background you know, yeah. yes exactly yeah. so which he had to I mean that whole fucking bullshit <laughs> Thanks, there Mom. so I would argue I would accept that argument or the fact that Thriller is celebrated widely as one of the the, the best selling album of all mm-hmm. time the biggest most Grammy winning whatever thing of Who of all time it is the most accessible but I would agree with you It. I would say it might be the least adventurous
2: yeah culturally I will give it all the respect in the world, and if this—if we were talking about it,
1: and his apart from
2: just musicality,
1: I would—I would, I would right. definitely. Bump and his up. songwriting declined over time, but even on those later albums, even on Invincible, he's at least trying shit.
0: And I—I—I mm-hmm. I, I would say, and obviously, this ranking is always totally arbitrary. <laughs> 100% arbitrary. But right. I would say Definitive, that but I do—I do take I cultural significance into account a little bit. Uh, Musicality is absolutely number one. Yeah. But I just, with Thriller, you have like seven of -hmm. the most iconic songs of all time. Absolutely. And so,
2: and so I just. (laughs) But you also have.
0: But you also have the the wrong girl. (laughs) No, I get, I, I fucking get it. Okay. But like, that's the thing is, like, before we were doing research week, I I would have said that I have like. Two songs I love on Thriller, mm-hmm. and after Research Week, I would say I have seven.
2: So let like, me ask you, let me ask you guys this, and I know maybe you guys don't always get into like, like how old you are when the album came out, or or like how old you were when you, and came you to lost your virginity they,
1: to "The Girl Is Mine." Yeah, I'm hoping like next year. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but I don't believe it. <laughs>
2: but uh. there is uh, okay. So I was born in eighty. This album comes out in 82. I didn't catch it as a 2-year-old. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't hit to the charts then. The
1: Lady of My Life. But
2: this album I think had legs on it that we probably oh God, will yes. never see again yes. with how with how long the impact was and how long it took it to really hit. So I was very much present like 86, like we'll probably get into it in the mini so, but 86 is like my Michael Jackson origin story of like Five things coming together that made me a complete MJ super fan. But in coming to like trying to rank them and really looking at the musicality of things, I've tried to strip away the nostalgia part or the or the cultural part, which I think maybe maybe I am going too far in that. But saying that to say, do you guys have a nostalgic attachment to
1: that no, album? I definitely do I, def- I okay. don't
0: have yeah. a I don't have a nostalgic attachment to thriller.
1: Yeah. In, okay. in any way, I don't have a. I honestly would um, argue I don't have a nostalgic attachment to really any of these albums. should be told, I enjoy them, oh, okay. but I, I have necessarily a, I might have say, a
0: nostalgic attachment to individual songs. Right,
1: that's the other thing too. But because honestly, the album when we're talking about it, we're ranking Michael Jackson albums, but really, again, that hit or miss ratio. When he balls, when he oh. like, when it, when it gets bad, it gets dumpster fire terribleness mm-hmm. like you could cover yourself in shit and run for president and I, you I can like know. it's like so bad
0: <laughs> he doesn't he's not any worse than the other pop artists we've but done, here's for but, me
1: but here's here the, like, problem. the problem you know pop artists is? make shitty music sometimes most artists do right but here's the problem is that unlike other artists that have some good songs or like a cohesive artistic statement in an album he has songs that change culture as Absolutely. itself. Absolutely. Again, that's that ratio. Like, sometimes he, it's not just... He doesn't have a couple one-two basers. He has home runs. Because when he does, when he has a black or white, when he mm-hmm. has a Billie Jean, when he has these other things, they rewrite the rules right. a thousand percent all over yeah. again. Yeah, And when so, you
2: have very segmented uh, media markets, you have people that don't know what to do with an R&B song that has Eddie Van Halen playing a guitar solo. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just like... Okay, he dances but he also brings in really hard rock like where we everybody wants to call themselves like genre blurring. That's what we really do. But like he is the prototype for no no no, this is genre blurring. This is how you take the best elements of multiple things and put them together in one thing that seems so intuitive to because there are so some because
1: and you know, when you have an album like Thriller that is this grab bag at this disparate you know set of influences and styles, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to be the people that listen to fucking uh, the girl is mine and then actually <laughs> might like beat it, and then there's those people that actually you know look, get this thing because of Thriller and might be like you know what PyT is kind of cool I like the vocal <sighs> parts so you know weird. like it's it's kind of like everything there so yeah okay so but long story short I get your inclination <laughs> towards Thriller, but dangerous. Ooh. See here's yeah. the th- okay so the dangerous as we know like first off it was the first album he did post Quincy. Mm-hmm. And that is significant because I understand especially when you when Thriller came out in 82, a man came out in 97 and you are putting on an album in 91 you know trends change in a decade i don't know if right, you know right. that that's a thing that happens <laughs> uh and so he wanted to go with a different style he wanted to go a different route i get that and so he very much went with was it terry riley on this one i can't or yeah teddy, teddy riley, riley. Teddy riley. Teddy, yeah. Yeah, mr terry. new jack
2: swing himself. exactly
1: yeah. and so and he did this album uh, again cd era album filled to the fucking brim filled mm-hmm. to the fucking brim at its detriment because mm. this is an album where it is sonically so similar sounding. Mm -hmm. All Mm. these things kind of run at a very similar pace and a very similar tempo. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that drum pattern, that, you know, like that kind of thing shows up on almost every song. Right, I would say that
0: this one blurs together um, sometimes more than history for me. Wow. Like, Mm. as far as like, I had to like, a couple times go like, I have listened to this song four times and I can't remember what yeah. it sounds like and I'd have to like Ooh, click wow, into okay. it yeah. and like skip to the course and be like oh right this one okay like okay. and I just and I I feel like especially that that opening salvo of like the first
1: four Why songs on a trip
2: on jam. me okay okay oh. here's the
1: thing. okay so will you and i probably agree on jam i really like jam oh my God, jam is fantastic so tara does not like jam let me
0: okay let me <laughs> let me give my jam rant and then i you guys can keep loving it but my thing with jam and this has always it i've never loved it it for for the first part my first thing is it it falls into that like it has the same um, Like very typical 90s drum machine beat and I know that a lot of people then like took this and right. did it because of that, but um, It's pretty basic it opens each eight count with that like yeah. noise Um, and I even, I, and I even like made sure that this wasn't just the version I had Mm -hmm. and like checked around and like found it on YouTube and found it on Spotify and like listened to the sample on iTunes and it's mastered so ridiculously poorly that um, the lowest thing in the mix is the lead vocals mm-hmm. yeah. and then the drums are like 80s, 90s loud mm-hmm. and then the orchestra hit at the so- top of every eight count is yeah. like there's even like no on top of that. To, and like there's n- entire album. And there's no, right, there's no bass happening and so if I'm if I have my volume where I want it to be to like hear the drums and vocals, mm-hmm. the orchestra hit hurts my ears hmm. and if I turn it down then it like I can't understand what he's saying like and so on that for me it's kind of unforgivable like hmm. th- you don't have that on earlier Cause albums like even- cuz you had a master artist like Quincy yeah. and i feel like i don't know if he was just like i don't i don't know i don't know why he like that- yeah. to tom sound
1: in the closet even that that low sound that even that's kind of high in the mix, ultimately. Yeah, because like, it's kind of.
2: Well, I think so. So if we talk about Please. musicality, uh, connected with culturally, so not just mm-hmm. with, with Thriller. I was trying to to, to think about it outside just pure, of the culture. Yeah, right. cause so because yeah. that's so embedded
1: in it, and I get that.
2: But okay, so ninety one. This is the first album, first Michael Jackson album that I'm like know about in advance, yeah. outside of Turtles' music. Can be excited about So, And you also have Michael at that time. You think about, everybody also. yeah, yeah, Thriller's biggest album, blah, 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 blah. That's his, for all intents and purposes, second album out the gate. Mm-hmm. And he's got to top that with bad. Uh-huh. And in my opinion, we'll get into it. In my opinion, he does top it with bad. Then has to top Thriller and bad and remain current and not just be the guy that's having to do that Mm -hmm. and so he comes out with an unbelievably fresh current sounding album because like in 91 I'm 11 so I'm like whatever's on the radio whatever's on MTV like I'm I'm down for all of it but like what like this album was overtaken by nevermind on the charts at number one you know what I'm saying so you're like this is is, right yeah like
1: this is right up to
2: the cusp of like oh the 90s are gonna be different but, like, you take a song like Jam, you've got Teddy Riley producing it. You have the video come out where he's playing basketball with Michael Jackson. Michael Cri- Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah. I'm sorry, Michael Jordan was playing with Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, Michael Jackson. MJ yeah. versus
1: MJ. Exactly.
2: So, so he's playing basketball. They're dancing at the end. Uh, you know, Criss Cross is in the video. Heavy D's got a rap on it. And Shaq didn't much, show up till the
1: next album. Hallelujah. Let's be real.
2: Yeah. So it's very much like he was able to... Not just be uh, current, but also keep continue pushing because he's like, I've done three with Quincy. Like people know, I know what I can do as an artist with Quincy. I'm going to keep pushing. And in my opinion for that time frame was very fresh and is actually still pretty... But like you can put on jam right
1: now. I mean, I'll enjoy Turnwell, but that's, 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 <laughs> a, that's a something. But here's the thing, though. Again, CD. It's not just the fact that there's this number of songs here running into the 72 minute runtime of a CD era. Mm. It's also the fact that all of these songs you could shave two minutes off them mm. easy because like, like every yeah. single one of right. them. Right, and the thing is that then you have Who Is It? You have Why You Want to Trip on Me? You Who have In the Closet. Is it is my my songs I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna skim the track list again, but that might be my least favorite song on Who here. Is It. Um, I just, I, uh, it's, the, that melody is so, it feels so, I can't, I can't even put it into words. It's just wrong. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it it feels like that melody has been done so many times and you mm-hmm. expect better from Michael. Mm-hmm, right. You know, it it's like, it's almost like a cliched place to go with yeah. a song. Mm-hmm. And even though maybe, um, like. Texturally, Like, he's got a lot of the grit in there, too. So it, like, it takes that sort of template to a different yeah. place.
1: But I just... I don't know. I, 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 I feel like these I songs, it. like... I, I wouldn't say that there's as many songs I hate on here. There's just mm-hmm. so many more passable songs in here. Because, like, Remember the Time is fine it's yeah it's, 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 a, I call it's it... a better video than a song Ex- exactly exactly <laughs> I, but then the thing is and then that all of that sure serves, serves in sharp contrast to black or white uh Oof. 1000% misnomer it sounds like it doesn't belong on this album it doesn't yeah. and it's one of my fa- it might be my favorite michael jackson song of all time it yeah, doesn't make yeah. a lot of sense lyrically. I mean, like, it's about <laughs> it's about racial tension and things like that, right. you know, but it's still, soft, you agree with me. I saw you <laughs> kicking dirt in my eyes. You know, like, it's like, okay. Right, uh, You right. know, like, it's, there's a lot going on here, but, like, that song is such a misnomer, and that song is so fucking good. It right. just obliterates... Everything else, here. and I'll be honest, gone too soon. It's kind of like this weird James Taylory y thing at the yeah, end. Yeah, that's the Ryan White it, song. You know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. it's it's there. It's fine. Will you be there? Is great. I, yeah. I still enjoy it to this day. That that really that percussion that thum, 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 you know, like that really helps drive that and change it.
2: That's the I, one that I almost feel is more, uh, like have heard before you know what i mean like it's a good song but but that one is that one like
0: "Like it's literally just walking up the scale right so i i definitely i feel you on that that's another one that i've performed okay Um, okay we actually did that in show choir yeah (laughs) Yeah. so like i i have a different connection with it um the extent that I I didn't I listened to it like yeah. maybe once this week because I was like I know this, <laughs> um, but yeah I just that's another one though that doesn't totally sound like it belongs on this album just because it it um, and it's funny because those are like two of my favorite songs on here <laughs> right. but I think yeah. it because the they they sound like they have a real great solid production on them mm. whereas I, uh, on a, a couple of the other ones I again have I have like a big. Issues with the mastering. I think, hmm. like, there's a couple times on here where, um, the like melody line is more quiet than the um than the multi tracks they did. Sure,
2: sure. Like yeah. of
0: the melody to like emphasize. Like right, those right. come in on from both ears, and they're like, like he's harmonizing with the. They're instrumentation like they're like to- like yeah. at the top of the mix. And again, you can like he has a single vocal track that's mm-hmm. like pretty quiet, and it just. I don't, I, it like, it really bugs me and it yeah. almost like, it takes away from maybe there, there are some like great songs hiding in here, but they, I can't hear them. So it has a defense on the side. Oh, god! Okay. So. All right. Yeah, all right. Okay. Great. great. It's us, Will Hutch. Cause
2: this is, this is my, like Dangerous is one of, uh, I was really, uh, battling for this almost to be my number one. Um, Whoa. so Dangerous, I feel like if you look at, again, you know, kind of when we talk about progression of albums and all that. You have like Beat It where he's like, you know, in the video, I'm a tough guy, we're going to have fighting and dancing. There's Eddie Van Halen solo. My next album, I'm going to come out with a song that tells you I'm bad. I'm going to emphasize that by falsetto vocals in the back that say really, really bad. But then you listen to the <laughs> vocals on this album and you're like, wait, I think the thing that, you know, me thinks you doth protest too much previously about how bad and angry and being able to kind of... kind of uh, hit the sonics on this that he's finally been able to harness like oh this is like grown mature uh anger emotional um you know whatever kind of aggression like all that kind of stuff you actually it it now feels natural you listen to jam and it doesn't sound like he's trying to tell you no i can also i'm more than ballads i'm more than motown funk and soul like i can also like
1: throw down with the time. I mean, I get, okay, so, like, I get that. And the thing is, like, Bad isn't that hard a song. There's that infamous story of him trying to get Prince to be on there, and Prince being like, you trying to be bad, you ain't bad, you ain't nothing. (laughs) Ding dong, baby, ding dong. Uh, The thing is, like, and so, like, Bad at the same time, though, I can, like, believe that a little bit. Like, I can see him, like, he wants to be the bad boy, he wants to, you know, it's really pop,
0: but... The thing with Bad is, like, I don't care that you don't like you're like you're not bad
1: like but it's like, it's really because, cute
0: to watch because he's fucking Michael Jackson and he just had the best selling album of all time with so you, with so you six can top make that singles. proclamation, like, yeah he can say whatever the hell he wants about himself well, you're gonna if he sit wants to there... be this bad boy I am happy to watch him do it <laughs> right. But, right and and yes you are correct it's totally more believable and dangerous he right. sounds like he's going in and you he right. really but he then finds you have that perfect
1: Ah. scratch in his
0: voice. Right, but then you have the the fucking
1: orchestra hits. And the thing (laughs) is that the music of Thriller and Off the Wall and Bad has transcended time, has been able to avoid trappings of the decade for the most part. There are exceptions, I understand. Dangerous sounds really dated. Dangerous is dated. Dangerous it is not allowed to come out of it because those fucking... uh, Dangerous, the song... Uh Dangerous, beep beep. You know, that fucking orchestra hit sound is so cheap and tinny and annoying. (laughs) That's, like, one of the times
0: where I really like it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes. Is on the song Dangerous.
1: Mm -hmm. Why'd you go, what's that? In the back, Terran.
2: I I fucking love that song. All right, cool. And is this Um, the first song where he has trouble with a female in a relationship that's untrustworthy. I can't remember. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying,
1: like that's his that's a that's also so the that, so, here, so here's the long story short, just because I know our one number one, number two debate's gonna be intense. <laughs> here's what I'm gonna say. I understand where you're coming from. I really think the hit or miss ratio between these two albums is Again, pretty Dangerous suffers from being fourteen tracks. And the also, the rest of them
0: are so much more
1: concise. But I will say if we put Dangerous at number four, I'm also willing to go ahead and join you, Will, and put Thriller at number three. I'm going to need a second. <laughs> All right, Taryn's going to need a second to get over this, to figure this out. Ooh, I. Uh... If you need
2: me to defend Dangerous anymore, let me, <laughs>
1: okay. let me know. By the way, listeners at home, do you need someone to defend Dangerous on your Michael Jackson podcast? Will Hodge. <laughs> Call him at 216 um, right. Yeah, Hi, no, five, no I mean... Yeah, it's I'm gonna cut this pause <laughs> <laughs> Right. That's good. Cut this. Um Yeah, no, I think like, uh, you're, like you're uh, we're down to fucking masterpiece. We're we're down to like really strong sets here. So while you're thinking, yeah. I won't yeah. I won't add an extra thing, but I just wanna clarify. Go.
2: Do you you would say you dangerous like sounds more date like like the sonics of it, that dangerous imprints itself to a time, time stamps itself more than Thriller does. 100%. Sonic, yeah.
1: Okay. yeah,
2: Definitely. I mean, only because because
0: like... the thing is, the thing is, throughout, like since Thriller came out through today, mm-hmm. I hear production that sounds like it could be on Thriller. Like they do not... I like like mastering the synths that they choose like people are still copying that mm-hmm. that sound
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I don't think that people are copying the sound on Dangerous <laughs> no PR. no one's making not even ironically no one's doing that late 80s drum mm-hmm. machine orchestra hit like it was They've mm-hmm. they've moved on to different synth pads they've moved on to like you can still emulate the 80s and the 90s mm-hmm. But you use
1: you can't emulate like, night
0: a modern production on it, and mm-hmm. it sounds different. Yeah, by
1: the way... You know uh, what I mean? Dangerous was also mixed in Q-Sound, which was this attempt to do, quote-unquote, 3D audio. Oh,
0: oh yeah. that was another thing. Yeah. Speaking of complaint, I have... See, that's the thing. I can't... I definitely... I don't think I can let Dangerous get higher than this. Like, it's my own decision. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. just... I have so many problems with how it's mixed, and when we're talking about a, a massively selling pop album, I think that's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. And when, cause like, there's hissing on the vocals. Mm-hmm. There's like bad compression. Well, yeah, talk, yeah. Talk On about, like t- a lot of the vocals even on like, this remember, album. Remember,
1: remember, "Dangerous" the song when you when the version I gave you.
0: Right, the version he gave me was skipping. The like CD it started riff, skipping yeah. like th- three minutes in. You mm-hmm. don't. Miss um, much. <laughs> and so like right obviously you've heard what the song sounds like by then but i was so i bought a new version on itunes and it was better mm-hmm. as far as audio quality but there was still hissing on it hmm. like okay on the like i mastered for itunes version of yeah, this yeah. album yeah. like there are
2: like noticeable audio problems i yes. do think the uh, the abrasiveness Is of intentional? Uh, yeah i do think it's intentional and i and i won't i won't assign that to the vocals, because you cause you, may, you may very well be correct on the vocals that that was just more like uh, a mistake in the audio quality. Or like but just the technology the, they decided to use. Right, yeah. right. I do think the abrasiveness, though, is once again a step of uh, challenging himself to move from, because everything Michael Jackson did, because he was so high, especially at this point, everything is, so is like... Uh, love him with no faults or hate him with no respect. You know what I'm saying? There's not yeah. a lot of people in the middle. Yeah. So he's trying to be like, you have Off the Wall, you have Thriller. If you want that, listen to it. This current, like, uh, abrasive, angsty, like, moving into the 90s, even though I'm not saying, like, he predicted that, you know, like, Grunge and Alternative was going to be big, but I'm saying, like, even more of the guitar sounds being more abrasive and all that. Mm-hmm. I think he's challenging himself to be like, Oh yeah, everybody thinks I'm um, a smooth balladeer, that even, you know, that R&B laced, all that kind of stuff. I think he is pushing himself and challenging himself into a into a bigger step that actually does end up with some right. really, really great songs.
1: But, mm-hmm. Dangerous has healed the world on it. That's. I'm sorry. That's just a part. That's just a fact. That's a statement. So well, and, and what that song does not one... make it a better place. I'm telling you.
2: What's your number one uh,
1: complaint about this, complaint that it, it exists? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, with heal the world. Yeah. With the oh. World. The, I mean the thing is that it is the, I'm not. I'm not defending it. I just want to. know. Oh no, right it's here. the sappy shit. Like the thing is that because also that melody is just so annoying and cloying. Mm. Uh, because he could be sentimental and sappy, but here heal the world. Make it a better place. And that fucking... Like, like, this is something... Oh, little children dressed. Like, honestly, it's more like indoctrination. Okay, baby. Baby. I do care enough for the living. I do. Okay, so, uh, but yeah, that's my thing.
0: I've had enough time to... Tear in the I'm sorry. I know, I know I was just thinking, like, if I needed to defend it anymore, um... But I, I had enough time to, like, look at the other two albums that are left. I can agree we, if we put Dangerous at four, we can put Thriller at three. Mm-hmm. Can we do that? Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm too And,
2: and just because I, I yeah. do
0: also yeah. think that we've
2: uh, talked about them for 36 20. minutes, yeah. and uh, <laughs> we can we can move on. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I will put thriller on any day of the week yeah i clean the was, house yeah. to it all the time as long as i can skip home, mm-hmm. all
1: me. right in that case guys here, <laughs> here's the thing it means we are down to off the wall Whew. and bad and i'm not nominating anything but i just mm. want to talk about a revelation that i had this mm. week i always, always under the impression that bad was the lesser version of thriller like thriller was such a huge multi quantum whatever success here he clearly wanted to top it i i I was also under that opinion. Yeah. But keep going. Please. Yeah, and the, <laughs> and the thing is that, like, in listening to it, and keep in mind, Bad still has some appropriately bad songs on there. Sorry, Speed Demon. But, uh, or uh, Liberian Girl. We're going to get into this. But... Uh, the thing ugly, is that, like, ugly. the thing that struck me about this, though, is that while Billie Jean, of course, is kind of the paranoid anthem, and Michael Jackson, for the most part, until that history split, uh, is pretty good with paranoia. That's always his most compelling and, you know, psychologically terse and interesting songs. Sure. The back half is so fascinating. Mm. Because, keep in mind, the original final edition didn't have it on the CD and digital re-releases later on, it did. But it it added on the additional song of Leave Me Alone.
0: Well, and it wasn't even later on. I believe that the CD release, like,
1: or did they have CDs in 87? Uh, yeah, they would have
0: had them, but their cassettes yeah. would have still been bigger. Because the first one okay, was The yeah.
1: Nile Curtain by Billy Joel. That was the first album released yeah. on the CD, or at least the first oh. major album. All right, yeah. Because
0: uh, I yeah. I, 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 can't, I can't remember exactly. I think it was on the CD release to begin with. Right, but not on the vinyl. But so, yeah. yeah, like,
2: 88 is the first year that CDs started outselling vinyl so we are like right up to right before the cusp of that so, ah, so right.
1: but that back end of like Dirty Diana mm. and Smooth bloggers Criminal bloggers. and Leave Me Alone is just one of the things where it's like there is <laughs> there is more of a through line with bad than I ever did because most Michael Jackson albums when you get down to it it's a collection of pop songs end mm-hmm. of story mm-hmm. they're not telling a story it's just a bunch of songs that are like trend setting or trying to push something at the time like it's just they're a bunch of songs and some collections of songs are better than others But Bad almost has like a through line. Bad almost Mm. has like something to it. And even then, it's a little bit fuzzy. It's a little bit nebulous. But there's just a little bit more consistency throughout what bad is trying to do mm-hmm. in terms of like I'm, i am bad i'm a badass i'm a speed demon you know like all these right. other
2: things how many different ways can i be
1: bad right and, and, then, and so but and then they end with the paranoia which kind of actually weirdly grounds some of it before mm-hmm. like it yeah kind of like adds like this gravitas to it so that was just a surprise i just never had heard it in that exact light mm. before so yeah. it was really fascinating let's yeah. do it with modern ears
0: well and especially because Bad has, what I have said is my favorite Michael Jackson song for many years, The Way You Make Me Feel. Oh, so like, good. Like, just, yes. and that's, I feel, feel like that when is the peak of his, feel. like, when you think, like, Michael Jackson, like, rhythmic songwriting, mm-hmm. that, like, The Way You Make Me Feel is, like, the coagulation oh, no. of all of that. Like, that, right, right. that, and that, Wow. Like, yeah. it's, it's just like, a like it's, like a it's got that whole, yeah. like that, that syncopation and all of that subdivision that he loves using like all the time and everything he writes is like, it hits the hardest mm-hmm. and like just punches you right in the face in yeah. this track. And then it also has like, I love it too, because it has its pop song and then it's as long as a song on Dangerous, but it uses the hell out of its last two minutes. It yeah. goes into a whole, almost like a secondary chorus. Like mm-hmm. he repeats the melodic lines and the horns the come, in. And, the yeah. horns come beep, 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 in and like beep, 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 the backing vocals like keep the hook going while mm-hmm. he does his own thing. And it's just like, it's just... I think what you guys have perfect.
2: have just uh, exemplified and even more if this were a video podcast, both of those... Uh, what you guys just went into, you could not talk about it, A, without singing it, or B, without moving in your chairs. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's the first time that this has happened. And so, like, with Bad, I think, like, Michael Jackson, unquestionably, his songs are full of riffs, and Bad is one of the first times where you have... Like literally multiple riffs of different instruments going on that you can latch onto yeah. and sing iconically and know what song you're singing. Like whether it's drums, horns, guitar, r- like it's Bass. all these things. Yeah. yeah. That if it had one, you'd be like, that's enough to base a song around. That's incredible. And then it's also like, oh wait, there are three or four other iconic like hooks riffs on, going hooks on, on at the same time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I think it's a I, I think that's another reason why Dangerous was so disappointing to me is because.
1: Of his the early line. his early songwriting no
0: like specifically drums I'm mm. looking at drums alone there's so many fascinating like no one else does this mm-hmm. like syncopated decisions on these earlier albums that you just they don't like they're on black and white mm-hmm. and they're on like two or three other songs. Yeah. And right. then, for the most part, you can't find them. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Because it's a drum machine. And it's not yeah. its not like Quincy in the studio, like, pushing studio musicians till they mm-hmm. break. Or, like, warping things and, like, playing around. Right, You right. know?
1: Um, but, Off the Wall. Now, the thing about Off the Wall that is fascinating is that this came out in 1979. And you can argue, for the most part, that it's a disco album, well, But it's also... Not a mm. disco album at the same time. Like clearly, yeah. I mean, it comes. It walks this extremely fine line. Yeah. Uh, basically, because disco albums sound of an era, very much sound like of that thing. And there's just something about it. Like this, I'm not sure if it's the heavy more reliance on soul and his upbringing there. Like where it just kind of it moves a little bit between genres in surprise ways. Because again, those disco strings and don't stop to get enough. It's a fucking disco song, but it rides mm. a beat. It rides that funk yeah. guitar. It like well, and
0: that's that's definitely it's it's a it's a bit more of a fusion than I think most people right. give it credit yeah, definitely, for definitely. when they're just thinking... because like don't stop till you get enough is like mm-hmm. it is when you th- it, like it's it's just disco in my brain yeah. it's the best disco mm-hmm. it's like when mm-hmm. like the like the peak of what disco can accomplish mm-hmm. but it's still that's that's what it is to me and yeah. um but you can definitely hear Because he he had been writing songs with this kind of funk groove for the Jacksons in like a couple other places. And so like it makes sense that he got here, but it also is like so distinctly his own like mm-hmm. statement, and I love that it's about Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> right? Exactly. Like, I mean, that's <laughs> one of the
1: greatest things. That, <laughs> it's all about the power, it's all about the force, <laughs> yeah. the forces. Yeah, real strong. And also, you want to talk about intros of just this quiet, like you're listening in. Like, what what are you saying? In well, this and thing? even in right. the video, yeah, it's just... like
0: a close up on his face, and he's literally like, you can his lips are mm-hmm. muttering. Yeah, like,
1: right. It's all about the power. Then. And then it just launches, <laughs> right. you know, like so, this whole thing. So it's this explosion, yeah. Uh, but then, oh, like but one snap. of my favorite all-time musical moments is Off the Wall uh, with uh, Rock With You. Mm. Uh, which, I think that's my favorite song on here, yeah. is Rock With You. Oof, but yeah. say what you were going to yeah, say. Yeah, no, it's just it's just that pre-chorus. Spread that beat of love. The high hat. Yeah, you exactly. And then there's that boom, boom, like this, like this little break, this mm-hmm. perfect little breath of air, Right before it gets to the chorus. But I also oh. love that it. it's like, I'm gonna rock with
0: you. Clap. Right. <laughs> All night. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: And so, and that's the thing, though. Like, I would say between Bad and Off the Wall, neither of these albums are perfect. They mm. have lesser songs on there. Girlfriend. Uh,
2: I, I love Girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, it, it is definitely, it'll give you diabetes if you listen twice in a row. But yeah. it's, so, it's so saccharine. But it is also like really, really... Uh, I feel like that that Off the Wall is one of the great uh, ways of talking about how perfect he is about tempo. About just a shade, slower or faster, would make some of those songs uh, either too abrasive to catch or too slow to be like, next. You know what I mean? Like, he nails that sweet spot so perfect. That's absolutely true.
0: And I I feel very strongly that that, at least this early on, was Quincy Mm. because when you see um, in the off the wall documentary that we Mm -hmm. had on when you got here um, they show clips of uh, like the Jackson's live band doing that with him in like the 1980 (laughs) tour and it is breakneck speed Mm -hmm, like all of the songs that they cut to from here they're all from you know the side a and so they're all like uh, new disco like Mm -hmm. Floor pounders, right, and so right. when they have that live energy, and they've already been playing for twenty minutes, and they're exactly. amped up, they yeah. just fucking Fly. book it, and yeah. it and it really is kind of distracting. Yeah,
2: because it it loses it it loses the the part that you're you're still like it's a good song side, but it loses like literally the groove that makes it what it is. Yeah. The the magic that smart.
1: And even more than that, though, we talk about how bad and to a lesser degree thriller, but there's still like these narratives. He wants to make the biggest albums of all Mm -hmm. time. You know, he's just kind of pushing and now he's starting to comment on himself and his own personality. Off the Wall is just pure. Mm -hmm. It's just... Like what is it? Ten? Yeah, ten pop songs is what it is. Straight through. There's no pretense. There's no anything else like mm-hmm. there. Even when, even on a fucking sappy ass battle like she's out of my life. Mm-hmm. You know I gotta I gotta say
0: this was when um when you got when you got the off the wall re release uh-huh. and we watched that documentary, I I did get pretty into this album, mm-hmm. but I really got into side A. Because that's mm-hmm. like when you look at in in the LP at, era, day and night. like, ah. side A and B were
1: very distinct... Very distinct mm-hmm. identities. Identities. Like and at Prince 1999, all dance songs of the first yep. son then there's weird-ass shit and on the B And this side. is like,
0: yeah. you know, of albums where I've bothered to pay attention to that demarcation, this mm-hmm. is like one of the best side A's of all time. Oh,
2: unquestionable. Like, yeah.
0: it's just bam, bam, bam. Like, there is not a weak track on mm-hmm. there, and so I kind of wrote off side B. But even side B, like, Really mm-hmm. grew on me this week. Yeah. Like I, I, agree. Girlfriend's a sappy ass Paul McCartney right. song,
2: but it there's there's some charm to it. I can't I can't find what the difference is, but like I can listen to Girlfriend all day long, back and forth, and can't can't get through. Girl is
1: mine. Yeah, no, yeah, you no. Know, like, I think I think there's a difference. there's like it's like he goes from like no, sentimental see, to that's sappy. That's because
0: girl, uh, Girlfriend. It's it's literally I think it's the vocal delivery. Yeah, because okay, yeah. because girlfriend, it, he sings it like he's like there's sass in it. I he's mean, like like he's like right. elbowing you like he like, there's totally some right, sass right. and there's teasing mm-hmm. and he sounds like so happy. Right, right. And but where as if when you go to the girl is mine, the girl they're is singing mine. it like Karen Carpenter.
2: <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> they
0: are singing it like like it is the most goddamn earnest thing, right? Yeah, and that is the difference. And I
2: feel like the girl's gonna hear it and say neither.
1: Actually, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like <laughs>
2: that she's like, this song I, is not winning me one of those
1: zombies from the thriller video for you? I <laughs> right, Vince Price. Hello. I do so, think it's
2: interesting with Off the Wall. It's it's uh that's another one of the albums where it's impossible to talk about it outside of him still making records with his brothers as well because you have mm-hmm. like. You know, um, right after they they
1: broke out on their own, started writing after their Gamble and Huff stint post Motown, like
2: they moved, they moved to to from Motown and make like three albums together. Then Off the Wall comes out, and then they make another album together. Right, because he he actually never,
1: yeah, exactly. He never actually did a, if I'm not mistaken, never did a formal tour for Off the Wall. He just went ahead and joined the Victory tour for Mm -hmm. the Jacksons and just had like solo songs. Right, which can you imagine
2: that tour like to be in that audience would be unbelievable. You're like, wait. The best Jackson songs and off the wall. At well, the same even time, even even know, in
1: off kind of... the off the wall documentary, the Spike uh, Spike Lee thing, which by the way is fantastic, and I highly recommend everyone see it. Yeah, uh, seriously. Th- it opens with him on on stage, just like I don't want to do the old stuff anymore. The choreography's old. It's all old. It's old songs, <laughs> and it's like other people just like, do you want to do ABC? I want you to. No, it's all old. Right. But I'll
0: do it because I love you. <laughs> yeah.
2: In seventy nine, he's talking about having old material and you're like, dude, you have no idea I mean, what yeah. you you know It was ten years old by right. that point. Yeah.
0: yeah and it's by seventy nine, ABC had come out
1: ten years. Mm-hmm. And so and so that being said, yeah, uh, Liberian, a Liberian girl, and, yeah, you yeah. know, like it's I just can't stop Liberian, loving you.
0: Liberian girl yeah, is just like yeah, fine. And like same with I I just can't stop loving you. Like Yeah they're not they're not the his worst valance. The live version of ballad, than that is better than the album.
2: I, the Sheryl Crow, uh, you, you know, when he was <laughs> in You think it's better? That was complete sarcasm. Okay. Whoa, dude. No, that was Because like, whoa.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh. That was, that was kind of rough. <laughs> I have never. Yeah, gotten, I think you got to look in the mirror wide and wide. change your ways is what you got to do. <laughs> so sorry. Okay, so here's
1: my suggestion that we've been talking about both of these albums in equal tandem. Mm-hmm. I'll be a thousand percent honest. I could be swayed Either way on this. So, uh, what, Will Hodge, special guest <laughs> Will Hodge, if you had your druthers between these two, number one and number two, or all let's right. put it this way, what would you put at number two?
2: All things considered, uh-huh. all things considered, I put bad at number two. All And this is musicality, culturally, the steps... I put I put bad at number 2. I was going to say off the wall. Oh. Never, which is
0: so funny cuz earlier you we were like i put bad at I know you said you were going to put dangerous at. Number
2: yeah, two. I really I really there's there's yeah, a Yeah, you're of wrong me about there. that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I'll take it. No, cuz I
0: I would put off the wall at number 2 just because it has such a distinct A side B side feel. Mm-hmm. Um and just but- like it, it has, while it doesn't have anything, like, bad on it, really, it it does have some, like, disposable things, like, I Can't Help It, or It's the Falling in Love. Like, It's the Falling in mm. Love is, like, pretty damn it's saccharine. Time I like yeah. the Falling it's in It's a good love. song. It's I'll
2: give you its stamp, but yeah. it is a good song. I know exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Burn the Cisco Out is just, I And just, just a,
0: yeah. I, I, I really dig, like, I said, The Way You Make Me Feel is my favorite Michael Jackson song. Um, especially listening to it this week, mm-hmm. I think bad is fucking great. Like, is, is it totally believable? No, but it's a really mm-hmm. fun pop song. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that, oh, we were going to talk about man in the mirror.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, at the
0: I just wanted to talk about man in the mirror. Cause I think it's fascinating how it has become his most famous song.
1: Like if you look at Spotify if plays. If you look at like really? Spotify plays, I Surpri- this surprised me too sales, when I heard it. Yeah. And
0: is like if you ask people in our generation what their favorite Michael Jackson song is, really? the most common answer you'll get is Man in the Mirror.
1: And he didn't even write it.
0: Please don't tell
2: me Chris Brown had anything to do with that when he covered it.
1: Oh Henry, no no no
2: stuff. no! that's no. what that's what I'm asking. Is that this is not uh, getting some sort of bump from? No, I,
0: I honestly like, think it just it joined the echelon of like those um, omnipresent oldies hits of stadium rock. It's mm-hmm. like a living on a prayer, don't stop believing, mm-hmm. Bohemian Rhapsody kind of Mid-Tipo echelon.
2: Sing along. Mid- doesn't y- get scary. Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so I, huh. and it, so it wow. just like because uh um like, don't stop believing was kind of similar like yeah, they right. were it like,
1: never like a pretty huge pretty hits, big yeah. hits right right you know yeah. like top moderately 10. good hits yeah like so n- for, every, especially everybody in the, the AOR era, yeah, era yeah. Yeah. yeah right
0: you know like man in the mirror I think made it to number six mm-hmm. like it was a moderate success yeah um but like it through time it has. Hmm. Like, surpassed everything. And it actually, okay. uh, when he died, was his chi- highest charting single in the UK. It went to number two. Huh.
2: And once again, I think that part of that comes from, like, like that's new information to me. I, I had no idea. But I know. I think part of that comes from really when he did get introspective, or when he did... Uh, pull off something that most people would think was pretentious or fake or all that kind of stuff. There was such a genuine believability that when it doesn't get distorted by the, uh, the media. gigantic king of pop and it doesn't get distorted by like I'm the biggest thing in the world, let me turn this into a mm-hmm. savior Things complex. Like You're just like, dude like he really is able to hit that universal chord, which is why sometimes I give even more weight to of the world, Earth Song, like those yeah, kind of yeah. things, where you're just like, oh god. On the surface, it, it's a bit much, but I think that there's a genuineness going all the way back to his first album. Yeah. All right. That so I hit then on then there, the that forget that. So. all right, cool.
1: So all right. So do we do we have a nice divide here? Of mm. you you say that Bad is number one. You say that Off the wall is number one.
2: If we're if we're saying all like every single thing considered, then then I would say like if you know I hate the Desert Island thing, but if somebody was like you, literally only have one more album of his to enjoy for the rest of your life. Like, I think that, I think that off the wall, uh, is amazing in its own right. And reminds you of like the pure genius and talent and well-earned, hardworking, uh, just genius of Michael Jackson, in my opinion. I am
1: <laughs> So that, I think this is fa- the great, I think we've had an amazing discussion. <laughs> Taryn is making a sad face.
0: No, I'm making like a. That's a fair point, face. Yeah, because here's the just, thing. Yeah,
1: I do. I do agree that like,
0: like as a h- cohesive artistic statement, off the wall might be a little stronger. Yeah. Like you don't have, you don't have moments on off the wall where you're like, ugh, skip yeah. this, and, Choo! and you do maybe have those moments on bad. I just think that the heights on bad, just hit so much. Mm. So but much But I don't think any when song... When you get the way you make me feel, or when you get when you get the the explosive instrumental bridge on Smooth Criminal, or when you get um just like the like I, I this Steve might Stevens be. On Dirty I Nia, might say that, that Leave Solo. Me Alone, even Ooh. though it wasn't on the LD release. Alone. Like that might be my favorite paranoid song of his, you mm. know? And I just think that Like, on an individual, like, track-by-track basis, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: when you think, like, if we're we're leaving Thriller behind, when you think, like, the height of Michael Jackson and his power and his artistic vision, his best songwriting, his uh, cultural impact, like, you go to
1: bad. But I keep coming back to Off the Wall at the same time I think it is just like because he had so much to prove at the time too it's just there's something just mm-hmm. unabashed about it there's something that is just so game changing about it too of the mm-hmm. fact that mm-hmm. when we talk about when we thriller being kind of a spread spread around accessible to all things the fact that we're talking about Off the Wall which is a disco album and how it's also not a disco album that's also a disco album mm-hmm. like there's and just so very accessible it's a dance yeah. album and yet it still plays down this pop line it does a lot of things it basically is is the blueprint that everything else is built mm. off of and mm-hmm. he spent a lot of time working on that blueprint especially when you take the motown albums into consideration mm. uh so quite frankly and to top it off not like that necessarily is the i mean i mean that is the argument though but also as a cherry i feel like you've been outvoting will oh do not for, don't don't, for, don't take that I into no, 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 consideration i know i know no, but no. that being said no. i personally would be okay with having and it's a hard-fought battle, and I never thought I would it'd be down to these two, mm-hmm. so I would be willing to go with bad at number two and off the wall at number one.
0: I can accept that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shall we do that? We've been talking about Michael Jackson for two hours now. Oh, Let's go ahead. Like just started. Let's lock it in. Uh, so just Ooh. so you get a recap, guys, from this episode of the podcast, number four, Dangerous, apparently Will's favorite album. Number <laughs> three, Thriller number two bad and number one his brief canyon in men in black 2 where Ooh. he plays agent m i'm kidding no yeah he's on down the road from the whiz oh, so uh what's up with you with eddie murphy no number one is Ooh. hot the wall uh but yes. guys listen we have so much more to talk about save and it I, for the happy hour. i know stop <laughs> making references <laughs> Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm laying the seeds for it will eventually be a terrible discussion of his work. Amazing! I'm, I'm excited about it. In Whew. the meantime, Will, thank you so much for being thank here. You so uh, much. This, this has thank you been guys. incredible discussion. This has Absolutely. been. We've gotten
0: so far into. This is not how I thought the ranking. <laughs> Which is, wait, I'm, I am not upset. There have been episodes you've heard them <laughs> where I've been very upset. Right.
2: Prince. Um yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I actually, I, I regret how angry I sound on that, because it's, it's just music. Right, but right. um,
1: But yeah, this is
0: very interesting.
1: I, I just, honestly, going into this, more than any other album, because I did all the research, I didn't have any conce- concept of a ranking going into this. Right? I, I, I knew the worst I assumed things. that Thriller was going to be at number one. Right. And
0: I just, like, I just didn't even question that ever, just because it has... All those, like all those iconic it, moments, it just has, it. and it's so it's so solid, but it does. I I totally, I, I totally understand ranking. like how the other two got above it because yeah, they, they they as artistic statements make a little more cohesive. Right. sense. Right, that just know.
1: totally caught me by surprise this week, and I was just for sure stunned. Mm-hmm. For by sure, that. yeah. So I mean, listen, but listen, we have our thoughts and opinions. Mm. You listen, you guys have hell? your own. Please go jump in the comments. Let us know how good or bad we did. We did good. Don't go get us wrong. We did good. Uh, let us know what Doing you want to see on History Book 2. Exactly. Did. Please shut up. <laughs> uh, let's. Uh, if you would, please go ahead. Uh, like us. Like, like us on Facebook. Uh, Rate yeah. us on iTunes. Favorite us on Stitcher. Do all the different things. Uh, in the meantime, guys, we have a Happy Hour mini sub coming up, and trust me, we've been drinking for it. Uh, we're gonna talk about the worst Michael Jackson song, and I would argue the worst video because I have thoughts on that too. So much Ooh. more. Get into it. In the meantime, guys, keep on listening. We have, a movie. have a good one. Bye! Bye.